You are now listening to The Art of Habit Hacking with Brooke Lilac. For more information, go to habithacker.co. Welcome to The Art of Habit Hacking. And today we're going to be talking about habit hacks for your mental health, in particular self-love and the four different areas of self-care. So recently I started reading Vex King's book, Good Vibes, Good Life, How Self-Love is the Key to Unlocking Your Greatness. And this quote is in the introduction. Self-love is the balance between accepting yourself as you are while knowing you deserve better and working towards it. And I think this is one of the best definitions of self-love that I've found. It acknowledges that you need to have unconditional love for yourself while challenging yourself to grow. You want what's best for you and you also accept all of your strengths and your weaknesses. If you're having trouble with self-love, think about how you would speak to a loved one. You have their best interests at heart and don't judge them harshly. You want to help them live their best life and be their best self rather than changing them. And King gives the example of a partner having an annoying habit. You might accept their annoying habit as it is, but if that habit was negatively affecting their health, then you would support them to change. And according to King, true self-love can be present in anything that adds value to your life. But how can we practice self-love in our everyday life? One of the most important ways that we can love ourselves is through purposeful self-care practices. It's essentially four different areas of self-care, your brain, body, environment, and relationships. And here's some examples of activities that fit into each area. Your brain, you can do things like read a book, play a video game, write a blog, you could do some crafts. Your body, you could eat nutritious foods, you could meal prep, you could sleep more, you could go for a walk or you could hit the gym. You could even do something less taxing like just washing your face. For your environment, you could clean your space, go outside, go to the movies. It's just about changing either the environment you're in or going somewhere else. In your relationships, you can call a friend, go to a workout class or hang out with your partner. And some self-care practices fit into multiple categories. So one of the examples would be if you play a team sport, then that's actually a social activity and it's also good for your body as well. And optimal self-care is about finding the best balance by using a range of self-care strategies from each area. It's important that you just don't rely on self-care strategies for one category. If you're a gamer, playing video games might be a great brain-based self-care strategy. But it's not healthy if your gaming habits cause you to sacrifice your body, relationships, and environment. It's important that you prioritize your different needs and focus on achieving a sense of balance. Self-care practices are ways that you can show yourself kindness. As we're all individuals, it might take some experimentation to figure out what works best for you and how you can fit self-care practices into your schedule. It's also important to be consistent with practicing self-care rather than to save it for when you're sick, burnt out or feel miserable. If you're going to be serious about consistent self-care, you need to seize the opportunities in your schedule to do what you can for yourself. If you have five minutes, you could take small actions like cleaning your desk, doing a mindfulness exercise, messaging a friend or washing your face. So that would be environment, brain, relationships and body. If you have half an hour, you could prepare your lunch the next day so it's your body, read a book, your brain, call a friend for your relationships or walk, go for a walk outside for your environment. And if you want to make sure that you're taking a balanced approach to self-care, you can use trackers or journaling 
So I use my self-care planner, which is available on my Etsy store, Book Lila. Um, each day I use this planner to take time to reflect on the challenges of the day, the wins, and how I can improve the next day. I also list three things I'm grateful for and my three self-care priorities, as well as writing down what I feel like I need and planning my day. This planner is an act of self-care in itself. So, for example, I would write down self-care priorities like I need more sleep, I need to eat a bit healthier today, um, I need to make sure I exercise. So, it's really basic, but I think using a planner really helps you schedule and prioritize those activities. So that's it for today. If you enjoyed that, of course, then you can subscribe or follow on whatever um, app you use to listen to podcasts and I'll see you next time.
Thanks for listening to the first episode. If you enjoyed it, I would really love if you would leave a review on whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. In future episodes, we're going to talk about things like habit loops, such as features of a habit, strategies for change, choosing the best habits, habit tracking, and much more. So if you want to be notified about future episodes, then please make sure you click the subscribe button. And I'll see you next time, Habit Hacker.